0: What is up, football fans, and welcome back to another episode of Pound the Pigskin, where it's all football all the time. This is your host, Steve Donna along with your fellow hosts, Alex Ruiz and Matt Kaczynski. Gentlemen, we are uh, about to get into week two of the NFL season, week three of the college football season. Lots to get into on tonight's show. Uh, we can um, overreact to the week one of the NFL football season if we want to and see what kind of carryover there is. But. Lord knows, there's a lot to get into in tonight's show, and I'm certainly looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, yes, sir. Man.
2: We are n- we we are now like in football season. Like week one's kind of weird. It's like now you got the weeks past you. You're like, let's go. And now, Maybe like, for that- you, bro.
1: I've been in football season since week one of preseason. Oh my god. <laughs> <I'm-> <laughs> Fair Anyways. enough. Fair enough. Anyways, Josh <laughs> my wife. She's already ready for it to be over.
0: Yeah, well, just tell tell Nicole to hang on for dear life because this is a marathon, not a sprint. She'll be fine. Sure. That's right. There you go. So we'll uh, we'll get started, boys. As always, our drink of the night brought to you by our buddies at String Sports Brewery over there in historic Springfield. If you haven't been there, great place to watch football. They've got their uh, they've got their special Jaguars uh draft beers not that the season has started section 218 one of my favorites uh so if you haven't been there great place drink beer watch football eat food shout out to colby and the rest of the adib family so we'll uh we'll start off in that uh fairy tale land of college football boys we'll recap just a couple notable games and then we'll preview a couple (coughs) notable games as well uh so let's Let's start out with uh, probably one of the more marquee matchups from last weekend. The quack attack went into Columbus and took care of business upsetting Ohio state, Matt. I know you love that watching the ducks and uh, the Buckeyes season basically. So um, that's always, that's always a powerful thing early on in the year. you got the best team in the big 10
2: going down to a PAC 12 team. I will basically pull for any team that plays against Ohio state. So, <clears throat> Anytime you get to watch them get uh, knocked into a little sense of reality, like the Ducks did, shout out Cristobal, UM alum, kicking ass, taking names.
0: I'll tell you what, I give a lot of props to the Oregon Ducks getting it done without Kayvon Thibodeau on their defense. Uh, they did just enough to harass the Ohio State offense and C.J. Stroud, who still put up you know college football-type video game numbers, but it wasn't enough, so... Just uh, hats off to the Ducks doing it without pretty much the best football player
2: in the country. Yeah, because we all talked about that it's sketchy that that was going to be a problem that Ohio State may expose it. Well, prove yeah, that wasn't. We, that
1: were, went, you know, we Chris,
0: were. They're a strong team. We were certainly skeptical, and the Ducks proved us uh, us wrong. And if you're not a believer in the Ducks now, you probably should be because that was certainly the toughest game left on their schedule. Um, so we'll have to see how the rest of that plays out, but I know that, I know that you and Alex and myself, we all love the upsets, uh, especially when it's not our team, right? That's right. So that was, that was a big one. Uh, I, I watched it, um, as, uh, as we had the Auburn game on and as I was waiting for the, for the Gator game to start, um, another notable game, uh. Alex's uh, second adopted team basically for the season, the Iowa Hawkeyes go that's into right. Ames and beat Iowa State. We all felt good. You know, Matt's kind of an Iowa State guy wrong with Matt Campbell. But I'll, t- I'll make this statement about Iowa. Their defense is the best defense in the country. Yep. Iowa? Iowa. Oh, yeah.
1: They had I think that's three helped.
0: interceptions, and they scored another defensive touchdown. Yep. <laughs> I know Georgia's defense is pretty good, but I would take Iowa's right now. Um, my only thing
2: that I'm hesitant to say that just because of the type of school. Give me another week or two, and then I'll probably say it like what? very, very happily. But I the only and look, it's not even that I'm trying to make an argument for another team. I just want to see them do it for another week or two, so that way it's like, nope, this is legit. Just because Iowa is a team. Do they really? Do they really run
0: a table? Well, I'm not. I'm not suggesting they run the table, but they are the only team in the country that has won their first two games, both against top twenty-five ranked opponents. Yep. So it's not like that. It's not like they've been doing it against you know McNeese States of the world.
2: No, I mean again, I'm not taken away from what they've done because
0: I thought Iowa State could win that game. So. Yeah, I mean it wasn't a blowout, but like I said, Iowa's defense certainly, certainly dominated, made life difficult for Brock Purdy, who threw three interceptions. So, that like Alex said, that defense has got some dudes. Right. And, uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how they go because I mean now they, they got, got, got respect a lot of... on their name. I mean they ranked what fifth in the country now. So I mean they yep. got the, them and the Ducks shot up the shot up the rankings and. Uh, so now they've got the 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 X on their backs now. So
1: they're clean, bro. Was- they're they're playing clean football. I mean, yeah. this we're talking about a team that went in one state of Iowa, 27-17, four turnover, three turnovers, and only had 173 yards of total offense. Yeah. They, how the they hell know how to get it done? So I look, man, I got I'm I'm still riding that train. I'm gonna ride that train the whole friggin' season. I said at the beginning, Iowa is going to shock some people.
0: Yeah, well, they're already off to a pretty good start. Now, another shock came out west. Uh, Stanford upset number 14, USC, um, who decided that they were going to fire their football coach, Clay Helton, after that embarrassing loss. Uh, yeah. So USC is going to be beginning the, uh, the head coaching carousel search, but congrats to the Cardinal for going to L.A. and uh, taking down the Trojans, who, I mean, if you have supposedly a – Potential NFL quarterback on your team with USC, you shouldn't get uh, you shouldn't get beat by a Stanford team that, quite honestly, doesn't have the talent. But good on you for Stanford. My favorite upset of the weekend, however, came uh, in Fayetteville, Arkansas, as the Razorbacks welcomed Texas to the life that is SEC football and said, "You're not going to just roll into the SEC thinking that this is Big 12 country." Arkansas laid the smackdown. On the Texas Longhorns, forty to twenty-one. It wasn't even a, a ball game going into the fourth quarter. Fourteen garbage time points for Texas, and uh, the Longhorns now realize that when they make it into the SEC full time, they're going to be bottom of the barrel, middle of the road. Because let's face it, that's what Arkansas is, and they can't they can't even hang with Arkansas right now.
1: Nope, that's true. Um, yeah, that
2: um. As much as I don't mind seeing it because I'm not the biggest Texas fan, it is a little annoying because it like makes me harder to prove my point about the no. SEC. <laughs> well, I mean my hatred and my hatred. I mean it, it listen,
0: true the truth is the truth. And right now the truth is that there are teams that are mediocre <laughs> at best in the SEC that could go together. Other conferences and and compete to be the top, but that's not. We're not going to get into that discussion today. Not a big deal. We will, however, though, end off the the recap with the fact that Matt survive in advance, baby. The Canes get by App State.
2: I mean, uh, <laughs> that was um, that was fantastic. I, I know you weren't thrilled. Trust me. I mean, look at the end of the day. I said it too. I'm like, look out, running backs. It can make a difference. I, I mean. I yeah, don't... that
0: Cam People's kid for App State was pretty good. Yeah,
2: unfortunately, <laughs> the kid was really good. Um, <laughs> I mean, hey, look, I'm going to give credit, we're to, credits too. I mean, I'm not going to be that short-sighted. I mean, look, I knew there was going to be something about that game that was going to be a little bit tough, just because a it's typical Miami fashion, but B, just App State has been some a weirdly mediocrely decent team. Yeah, um, they always have, like. Once they got a little recognition, it kind of has <laughs> blown up, and it kind of stayed pretty consistent at their level. So, I mean, I'm going to say that just because they're not at the same level, even as Miami. It's just, you Were know you what? i
0: surprised that Derek King did not throw a touchdown pass?
2: Uh, if you would have told me that would have beat App State without him doing that, I would have said that you're outside your head. Um, it's, okay. more, it's just more and more frustrating that Derek King is just – really kind of phoning in a mediocre year, and it makes me think that maybe he really isn't 100%. Um, yeah, either that
0: or you're still getting it tuned up. I mean, he time could be. Tell. Time and, I mean, tell.
2: I think at least there was some better shots that I saw of them going a little deep. So <laughs> They ran the ball a little bit better, too. So. And they did run the ball. Now, the only problem is, is now we don't have Don Cheney. So we're going to be relying on freshmen to step up. Which, hey, you know what?
0: Yeah, it can happen.
2: They could be a team to just go next man up mentality. I think that's what they have on defense. So why not spread that love and mentality to the offense? Um, but yeah, hey, one well, and let's, one. Uh,
0: let's transition this conversation in, right into the week, the weekly preview, and we'll just start with your Canes. They've got sure. a Nooner. They've got a Nooner on Saturday. Michigan State Sparty's coming into town. Yep. Miami a six point favorite. Um, Michigan State, 2-0, they're not terrible. They're not great. I would expect the Canes to still handle their business, but I'm going to be honest, I'm a little surprised that right now 71% of the betting public money is on Michigan State to cover the six.
2: I mean, so A,
0: your boy's going to be at said game. Yes, I know you are. So So that means you got to – because it's a noon kick, you got to get down there early. Yep. you got to have breakfast or something to eat ready to go, and the beers have to already be cold.
2: We're doing we're, we're, we're doing lunch brunch, basically. So we're going to eat at a time of brunch, but it's going to be lunch stuff. Um, okay. Just because it's less prep, and I just don't feel like – I'm I'm in easy mode of tailgating this time around. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I am super pumped because I love noon and three are my favorite times for college football just because I like that it's added away. It's, you know – you can still move on with your day um, after, which well, I love. Well, as long
0: as you win, you'll be able to move on with the day.
2: Yeah, but even if you lose, you still have enough time that you can watch some other football and kind of take your mind off it. When you got that 8 o'clock spotlight, it's brutal. Well, um, yeah, but, yeah, no, um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm not that surprised in the betting lines because, let's be quite frank, Miami has not lived up to expectations or what they expected to be. So, right now, they've got to prove that they, wanted, they still deserve respect. And deserve the pre-ranking that they had because they're not showing up the way they need to. Now, I do think it's like you said. I think there's some warming up that needs to happen. I think there's going to be. It's still that period of let's get everybody in sync, um, but they got to do it quick because they've got to take advantage of the fact that they have a favorable schedule. So,
0: yeah, I think this kicks it off. Taking though. advantage of that for sure.
2: I expect another good r- ground game. To, uh, this week, I uh, actually expect a better ground game, um, and I expect DR King to finally throw some nice... Maybe uh, this, maybe this th- is
0: his bust-out game to get them heading in the right direction,
2: maybe. I think it will. I think the noon game is going to be perfect for them, because it's like, we played a late game, it was bad, we didn't like it, let's just get in and take care of fucking business on a Saturday <laughs> and, and just be done.
0: Yeah. So... All right. Well, let's, uh, let's be over to another one, a- another top 25 matchup. This is a later one. So we're going to go from early Saturday to late Saturday night. You got Arizona state at BYU right now. BYU is a four point home dog. Uh, both teams are two and zero. I would expect this one to just be your traditional, uh, pack 12 versus uh, mountain glass <laughs> high scoring shootouts. Uh, right now, I mean, at least BYU has played some decent teams because they've already beaten Utah. Arizona State hasn't played anybody, so honestly, this game is a complete coin flip to me in in terms of who do I think is going to win. If you're interested in anything about this game, you should just look at the over-under. Right now, it's at 51. They're going (laughs) to fucking blow past that, so if you have to put uh, money on something late at night to try to recoup any losses, uh, bet the over on this one, but uh, I would say maybe Herm Edwards um, and the Arizona State Sun Devils have the edge because the QB Jaden Daniels. So that would be my slight lean. Uh, what say you boys?
1: Um, yeah, this is a little tough one for me, just because they're both both teams have played a couple good teams, and they're, they're I mean they're both two and zero. They're coming on kind of a nice hot streak. Scoring a lot of points. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and go with the upset this week, and I'm gonna pull BOIU over Arizona State. Okay, um, I just kind of like a little bit more of what they're doing right now. Um, they've got some, you know, Darren Hall and a couple other guys there, Jacob Conover. He's they got he's doing... some good
0: players that are all returning from yeah. that good team last year,
1: yeah. So, I mean, look, man, Nakua, friggin', the guys are just doing their thing, you know what I mean? So I, I don't know. I'm going to go upset this week. I'm going to go ahead and pick BYU. Uh, I'm not going to be shocked if Arizona ends up beating them. Um, and I'm going to go ahead, since y'all skipped over me, uh, <laughs> Michigan State is going to destroy Miami this week.
0: Oh, he's dropping okay. bombs on that game already.
1: I'm, I'm not Michigan even... State has scored 80 points through two games. You guys have scored 38.
2: Okay. We also played ala fucking Bama, so I don't even want to hear
1: it. Oh, I Like Miami's gonna drop back out of the they
2: they played the best team in college football in their own class that nobody's even going to sniff. Alabama, Alabama you
0: got Michigan State winning and winning easy.
2: Oh, yeah, come on. Oh, with what, please? Please, besides just the fact that you don't like Miami, why is Michigan State gonna beat Miami? Yeah, Alex likes DeArt Kim, he just doesn't think the team's any good. let like SEC, like no, I'm kidding. Um, look, dude, come on.
1: Hey, look, one,
0: hey if that's no. what he thinks, that's what he thinks. I, I, I don't, like, Listen, I don't I like necessarily, their I don't necessarily agree with it either. I think Miami's going to bounce back and put the shoe on the right foot, but uh, anything. The, can the happen.
1: thing that I like about Michigan is they're that right now they're playing complete football. Right, they're not just leaning on the pass game, they're not just leaning on the rush game. They are playing complete football. These guys are dropping four or five hundred yards of offense every game. They're getting turnovers. They're doing everything that they need to do to beat whoever the hell they're playing against. What, it, Regardless of what it is, they're scoring every quarter. And that's something Miami hasn't been able to do. And if they can't figure it out against okay. Michigan State, they're not going to beat them. But here's my – I'm, I'm going to just bring up one just
2: slight little caveat to your whole argument here. Um, they, they, they played Youngstown State. And uh, let's they see. Did. Oh, they opened that's... up with Northwestern. Yeah. So here's my thing. I understand. And like I told like I said in the line. I understand the disrespect against Miami because, quite frankly, they have not played up to standard. And I'm not going to say that, but you look at the body of work and who they've played. I'm sorry, you play Alabama, and it wasn't close, but it also wasn't a blowout to the point where it was a complete joke. I so mean, they lost to App State. It doesn't matter. App okay. State's App State's better than Youngstown. Get the fuck out of here. And of it, dude, come on. Northwestern, <laughs> what has Northwestern done as of late? Well, they were in the Big Ten championship game last year against Ohio State, but other than that. Yeah, and what, are they, in what respect did they get after that? Because no. what, else, what else can they field? That's Nothing. the point. Yeah. Look, I'll admit, hey, fair enough. I do think Michigan State is playing good football. They just, it, the body of work doesn't intimidate yeah. me if they're playing really good football.
0: I'll say this about the game, and then we can move on. Yes. We will be watching it at noon as we get ready for the 3.30 game, so we will know. It does work good for you guys. It does work perfect. So, speaking of uh, speaking of some other games, we're going to get into the uh, the late night spotlight game. Auburn Tigers go to Happy Valley to take on the Penn State Nittany Lions. Uh, two teams, both ranked top twenty five, both two and zero. Penn State already has a big win, having beaten Wisconsin this year. Auburn's played two nobodies, and they've scored sixty plus points on both of them. I got to be honest. I know um, Auburn's two and zero. And their offense is ranked number one in their country and their defense is ranked number one in the country. But like I said, they literally have played like Alabama State and School of the Deaf and Blind Virgin Mary. So with that being said, I'm not really all that impressed by the fact that all. I mean, listen, they did what they're supposed to do. They won by 60 in both of their games. That's fine. But Penn State's already been tested. Auburn has not. And now they're going into a whiteout situation in yep. Happy Valley with all the kids that are allowed to be back in that place. Woo! Forget about it. Damn, um, son, it, It's Auburn plus five. Uh, the the over-under is 53. I think Penn State wins and covers the five <laughs> points. Um, and that's just my opinion based off of what I've seen from the two teams so far.
1: Um, I got nothing else to add to that. That's going to happen. Fair enough. Fair enough. So um, what,
0: what do you yeah. got there, Matt? Any, any, any uh, feelings, anything
2: different? Um, the only thing I think that will happen is I do think it will be a, a very tight game. Um, I think Alabama's got – or um, Alabama, Auburn has got talent, but I agree they played nobody, so who are you really tested against? Same thing, no offense to Michigan State. Um, but Penn State, whiteout, that atmosphere, good effing luck i mean yeah, that's gonna tough be place it's that's tough gonna place. be a tough penn state's starting to get a little bit of their um they're getting their mojo back a little bit yeah i, I mean just a little bit it's weird like there's like this weird like respect thing where people are like all right cool like people are like kind of happy to see penn state get back so you know is this going to be a game that does it i mean if they beat auburn and and it's a Tilted game to Penn State more than you know. They're being gonna, like, I said, they're going to jump if it up. Becomes, it becomes yeah. a little more one-sided. I don't know. Penn State could become a dark horse. You could
0: have a, you could have a later in the season showdown of two maybe top top five top six teams of Iowa and Penn State. That's the, the as weird as it is to say this. <laughs> that would be great Big Ten the, football. The Big
2: Ten could become. One of the more entertaining conferences of football this year.
0: Yeah, we'll see. So let's um, let's get to last but certainly not least. Alabama That's and the forward. Tide roll into Gainesville to play against the Gators. It's the biggest freaking home game in Hogtown in probably a decade plus. The spread right now is Alabama minus 14 and a half. I'm not surprised at all because, let's face it, it's Alabama. Dan Mullen is 4-15-2 against defending national champions. Um, I mean, let's face it, who does well against defending national champions? Not a lot of people. I'll say this about the game um, having, you know, tons of uh, bias and personal investment in the game. The Florida Gators are an improved defense from last year. They're not an improved offense, and I'll say this, and I'll leave it at this, and then, Alex, you can certainly spit out your opinion. But the, the Florida Gators have a freshman quarterback who is their best quarterback, but he's not their starting quarterback. If he does not play in this game, the Florida Gators have zero chance of pulling off any kind of upset, and I'll just leave it at that. And then, Alex, you can go ahead and let everybody know how you feel about Emory Jones.
1: Uh, I just it for a while I don't know, I don't know why needs to be here is not our quarterback. I is think the
0: nation would agree with that.
1: Is not, cannot, should never be the starting quarterback for the four games.
0: I'm, I, I'm waiting for Dan Mullen to, um, to announce or to admit to everybody that he has Cam Newton 2.0, and eventually he will use him. But until that happens, Florida is going to be running a two-quarterback system, and let's face it, they don't have Chris Lee and Tim Tebow. So we'll see. Of course, I hope we pull the upset. I do not expect us to win the football game. Um, I do hope that it is not a – complete embarrassment um like i said it's a huge game in gainesville um the last thing that gator nation needs is for the tide to come in there and win 48 to 17 um that's the last thing that we need last year obviously in the sec championship game we hung with them because we could score at will just like they could we couldn't stop anybody well, that's not the case anymore. We don't have Trask to Pitts and to Tony. We can't score 50 points uh, anymore unless we're playing against uh, directional school USA. So the the, the uh, key to the game, I guess, for the Gators is, A, AR-15 has to play quarterback a lot more because um, I'll be honest, when he's in there, they literally score touchdowns like every play. Like he threw two passes and had two touchdowns against USF. He's played in two games. He's run the ball 11 times for 278 yards and two more touchdowns. He's literally a video game machine. Um, They have to have him. With that being said, Florida's got to be able to run the ball and keep Alabama's offense off the field. If they don't, the Gator defense eventually is going to crack. They're going to make mistakes. They're going to do something that is going to lead to Alabama making a big play and then the snowball effect could happen. We'll see. I digress. We don't need to get into it anymore cause I'm already stressing.
1: So. Yeah. I, I look, man, I'm, I'm just going to cut it real short here. When Nick Saban says that they're, they're preparing for Richardson, they're not preparing for Emory Jones. That should tell you all you need to know. Yeah. It does. That, that's I mean, the guy that needs to be in there. I, I don't mean, care what, what you're trying to plot. I, I know... To
0: know in week one, when Richardson ran 70 yards to the crib, when the Gators were in a lull and hadn't scored any points in a quarter and a half.
1: So, yeah. I, I mean, it just, it is what it is. I get that. They're trying to give a fair shake to every Jones because they, he didn't get the start with Kyle Trask last year. Um Look, He couldn't beat out Kyle Trask, and Kyle Trask is not an NFL starting quarterback, never has been, never will be. So uh, the fact that we're still teetering here on a a freshman because he's outperforming our friggin' junior, I'm sorry, put the kid in. That's the kid you want to take you to the promised land the next three years because we're not going to have him that long. Yeah. And
0: well, and I my the reports from my buddy who writes for the Gators says that Richardson's been practicing and the hamstring the hamstring seems fine so that he's yeah. gonna be full hundred percent. So if he's full hundred percent and Mullen doesn't take that Camaro out for a spin, then I'm gonna have a big I'm gonna have a big beef with Mullen, who I we believe quit. in a hundred percent. So we quit. We'll, we'll see. Let's um let's transition over to the big boy league fell fel- I don't here. get my opinion in this one. Well, you can if you got one. I know you you might have some kind of an opinion.
2: So, the way I really do see this game going, because I think Mullen's going to be super stubborn, is your guys oh, yeah. are going to fall behind by like 14, 17 points. Is this going to be a catch up game? It may end up getting kind of close, just because, you know, without Emory Jones playing quarterback, you actually upgrade. So they'd probably pull him. So I could see it, but I just don't see. I just don't see Florida being able to honestly stop Bryce young enough the kids throwing at yeah. a 70% clip very efficiently and um yeah and I, the Gators uh,
0: are gonna have to get pressure with their with their front uh
2: with it doesn't matter floor. I mean I don't know I I've, I didn't do my own like double check of this stat but there was a stat that Miami had the third most pressures on a quarterback in week one and only had one sack out of it now does yeah. I mean, there's a little bit of talent level there where maybe you're not just getting efficient guys to be able to take,
0: you well, know, Bryce Young back can down. move
2: around too. But here's I was just gonna say, you saw Bryce Young moving and making Houdini type moves, and you're like, how did that happen, and where did that throw come from? Yeah, like how did he get out of that? And that's gonna be the biggest thing. I expect this kid to basically be making a Heisman run. So yeah, he might. He, he I, I, I do. Might. I think he's I think he's just that efficient. So I expect this to be another big game for him where I think we actually will end up learning more about Florida because you're going to see a different offense. Well, I sure hope we see an offense that's got AR 15 saying hike a lot more often. But here's the thing at the end of the day, you guys lose to the number one where Alabama's going to probably handle you just roll through the season. This could be your end up being your only loss because you make a change on offense and it sparks and keeps going.
0: Yeah, if that's what it if that's what it takes for Mullen to play the right quarterback the rest of the way and then face Alabama again in Atlanta, I will take it. So I yeah. can
2: I could see that happening, and I'm kind of like basically saying I like am predicting that to happen.
0: That's okay. That's a fine prediction. I could take. Florida I could take has an eleven I, and one Gators. I, I got to give Florida a little bit
2: of the credit where credits due. I mean, I'm I have not the, been. The issue with credit.
1: this though is is Florida's not going to make it up to the CFP. Our next ranked game isn't until Georgia. So it, we're but dude, if you're rolling and then you beat Georgia,
2: yeah, then we'll
0: roll, in, we'll roll into Atlanta and then we'll have everything to play for mm. again like last
2: year. Yeah,
1: let's hope. Yeah. It yeah, could very,
0: hope.
2: very, very well happen. Exactly. The, well, the
1: chances yeah. are slim, but like... the
2: that's are to slim, me. But you're saying there's a chance. So but when <laughs> I'm, yeah, I mean, it would have to happen, and the only way I see it happening is Emory Jones gets pulled, Richardson goes in, down seventeen to three or something. And burns early back into the game make early Someone gets back into the game but you just can't edge it out because i just i still don't see it happening
0: yeah maybe we lose 40 45 42 and richardson's hail mary comes up short who
2: knows that's something i could see happening or yes. even like a 10 point even a 10 point loss wouldn't even be that big of a deal at the end of the day
0: yeah not if we're scoring points so we'll see now exactly Speaking of uh, big boy league, speaking of big boy league, yes, we got to recap what happened in week one, which we know is always the toughest week to predict and make picks and all that. So let's uh let's recap it real quick. Uh, last week, week one, uh, my dad went nine and seven, so he was the week one winner. I went eight and eight, Matt went seven and nine, Alex went six and ten, so that's where we all are to start terrible this 2021 season not a great start but redemption week um for, sh- <laughs> for sure um so um Matt you uh you had one sw- uh, did you have did you hit on a swing pick no you didn't everything was uh oh yeah Matt you hit on your swing pick with the Cardinals yeah. so there you go let's say the
2: Cardinals yeah give me my yep. respect. I got your
0: you, right. you did You're one for one on your swing game so let's get into the two. Let's one go. for two one for two that's right so uh, we all know uh, Bucks beat the Cowboys on Thursday night. Uh, the Eagles went into Atlanta and absolutely demolished the Falcons. A little surprising there. The Steelers went into Orchard Park and took down Bill's Mafia. That was certainly a surprise. Uh, Bengals beat Vikings in overtime, a competitive game. 49ers went to Detroit. Uh, they handled the Lions, even though they let the Lions come back. Cardinals went to Nash, Vegas, and absolutely dominated the Titans. Chandler Jones with five sacks. Uh, Russ went to Indianapolis, and he started cooking, um, throwing deep balls to Tyler Lockett. Colts' uh, offensive line couldn't protect Wentz. Uh, The Bolts went across the country to the nation's capital, and they said, we've got a new offensive line um, against the best defensive line in the league. You're not going to sack our quarterback, so good job for the Chargers. Panthers and Jets, the Darnold redemption uh, game. Darnold did just enough. Christian McCaffrey's back, and he's a beast. Doesn't want you to forget it. Sad Cats went into Houston, and guess what? They were still the Sad Cats. They lost to the Houston Texans. Alex and I said this is probably going to be the Texans' only win of the season. Maybe, maybe not, but the Jaguars looked like the worst team on Sunday. Chiefs and Browns in a playoff rematch. The Browns got off to a hot start, but guess what? The Browns is the Browns. (laughs) The Chiefs decided to go ahead and and play football, and they won that game. Dolphins and Pats, good on you, Miami, going up there. Tua versus Max Jones in the Alabama Bowl. The Dolphins pulling off the upset. Not a lot of people gave them a chance to win. They win that one 17-16 late game fumble by the Patriots, which is uncharacteristic. The Jacksonville home game for the Saints. This will be the best home team that the Jaguar uh, faithful see this year, and that's because the Saints were the home team. They played against Aaron Rodgers and that long, flowing hair. Uh, He's got the Shailene Woodley curse as the Saints win 38-3 and laid a smackdown. On the Packers, Jameis Winston, crab legs, and all through five touchdowns. Sunday night football, Stafford and the Rams, they've already got that machine rolling. McVeigh had a huge boner on the sideline because he has a quarterback now as they beat the Bears. (laughs) Monday night football, another overtime battle. Uh, I never like to see the Raiders win because I hate the Raiders. Uh, Lamar Jackson's the best quarterback that calls hike in the NFL, but guess what? He plays quarterback. He still can't throw the football. And guess what? He doesn't know how to hang on to the pigskin either. And, of course, last but not least, the Giants hosted the Broncos. They couldn't stop Melvin Gordon in the running game. They couldn't tackle Teddy Bridgewater for the life of them. The Giants' defense held tough. Offense still wasn't clicking. So that's – The Fast and Furious recap, boys, I will end it with this question. What surprised you in week one and what impressed you in week one? Uh,
1: What impressed me week one was the Raiders, uh, Raiders game.
0: What specifically about that game impressed you?
1: I just, I just like the grit that they had for it, man. Um, I did. Derek Carr threw
0: three touchdown passes at the end of the game, and only one counted.
1: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Wild game, wild turn of events. They stuck through it, and look, man, Derek Carr came out and said it in the in the interview. He he put all of his faith in his defense, knowing that they would get him the ball back and an opportunity for them to win the game. And uh, they did a good job taking that ball
0: away from Lamar.
1: Yep. So, uh. That was the big surprise to me. Um,
0: that was what impressed you, or that was surprising, or surprising?
1: well, the, the the impressive thing, the impressive thing for me. Okay. Um, the what surprised
0: you or disappointed?
1: Uh, the the Vikings Bengals game was kind of disappointing. How so? We all, we all came Minnesota in expecting the better? we all came in expecting the Vikings defense to be the Vikings defense we wanted them to be last year, and they got beat by the Bengals. So they did. Burrow in the passing
0: attack looked pretty good.
1: Yeah, so that was that's the surprising, uh, disappointing. Surprising would be how well Jameis Winston played.
0: Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. What about you, Matt? What was uh, what was surprising? What was disappointing? What was impressive?
2: Well, we kind of stole a game that is going to be a nine. And we can
1: have the same opinion, Matt. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah no, no, I know. Your opinion, man. Honestly, the Vikings shocked me. I didn't think that, you know, the Bengals would maybe get blown out, but I expected the Vikings to just kind of handily win that game. I just didn't think the Bengals would click that well. I'll tell you what. goodness to the Bengals. Um, that was the most shocking thing to me is that the Bengals looked like there's some talent there. Um, I don't know where, but
0: it's there. because <laughs> They've got some good young receivers and they've got Burrow, so you got a chance.
2: I was going to say, Burrow – I gotta give him some credit. That was a, uh, you know not, that that's not an easy way to open a season and uh or you know game I should say and he ended up having a ball game. So I mean it, a,
1: Joe I'm Mixon must... had a game, Joe Burrow had a game, Jamar Chase spooled everybody and had a freaking game. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know
2: if that was planned, but if it was, that was fantastic.
1: Yeah, he's I mean, you know,
0: he just needed to get into a real game with the with the Burrow connection. The they're they're not gonna uh Those two aren't going to miss a lot of passes. Let's just leave it at that. So,
2: Um, I was most um, also kind of like. So what we we were doing? Like shocked, impressed. What were
0: What were you impressed by? What were you surprised by? And what were you? Well, surprised was the
2: Bengals. I was impressed, quite frankly, that uh, Houston somehow could play decent football i mean they i sure know with the jags and they looked really bad but <laughs> i got it i'm impressed by that like what i had not see that at all i go. knew they'd win maybe one game but i didn't think it was going to be opening i know that i know the jags have problems with them but i expected the jags to click way more so sure i'm impressed by that and then yeah um I'm leaving those two. Those are really the only ones I have like major talk.
0: All right, so I'll give you what I was impressed by. I was impressed with how um, the Saints just absolutely laid it on the Packers, uh, both from their offensive and defensive efficiency. They didn't. They didn't uh, let the Packers do absolutely anything. Let's face it. They made they made Green Bay look like a JV football team. That was very impressive to me. Um, I was surprised at um, how well the uh, Philadelphia Eagles played, to be quite honest. It was very surprising how well Jalen Hurts uh, looked at quarterback distributing the ball, three touchdown passes. The Slim Reaper looks like a a Heisman Trophy winning wide receiver. So I was very surprised at how well the Eagles dominated. And then I was disappointed – in um, the team that usually circles the wagons. They did not circle the wagons, the Buffalo Bills. uh, This is a combination of disappointment. The Bills and the Bills, um, how they performed, and then the Tennessee Titans and how they performed. That's two playoff teams, two very good teams from a year ago. I was very disappointed in, uh, in how they looked on Sunday. So that being said, boys, Let's get right into the heat of battle, week two. And I know we usually save the Giants for last, but because they're playing on Thursday night, the first game, we're gonna get right into the right into the heat of battle. Bulls are already flying. Giants go to uh, Landover and they play against the Washington football team. Right now, as I look at it and live and breathe, it is a Washington minus three. On the spread, over-under, sits at 40-and-a-half. Alex, I already wrote down your pick for this game, but go ahead and just give it to me officially anyway.
1: The New York Giants, on a short week, and the same shit-show quarterback and offensive play that we have with friggin' Jason Garrett, are going to get their asses handed to them by the best defensive line in the NFL. All right, so Alex has
0: Washington. Matt, where do you stand on this game?
2: Keep it really short and sweet. That's fine. I think Giants fans need to get a grip. Um, The world is not going to collapse because they lost one game. Two. See, exactly. Exactly. Dude, I'm sorry. I'm not convinced Washington's going to be able to do the same exact thing on offense that they did to the Chargers because they got Trevor fucking Heineke. We really don't know what he is, and quite frankly,
1: I think he's a bust. So You touted Taylor Heineke as like the best quarterback that they were going to get all season long, and now that we're playing him, you're unsure that he's going to have what it takes to beat us despite them almost beating the Chargers, who are ten times better than we are as a team? 20 times I said that. I was, on the tra- I was on the
2: Heineken bandwagon in the playoffs. Once they got Fitzmagic, I'm like, that's dumb.
1: Bro, you're like John Kerry right now. You can't flip-flop on a quarterback. You're either high on him or you're not. You've been high on Daniel Jones since we drafted him. The guy's a shit show. So what's the pick then, Matt? Who's winning the game?
2: I, I think the Giants end up su- surprising. They do well against Washington on Thursday night. I've done right, well, it before.
0: You've got, you've got a swing pick right away on Thursday, as the the rest of us have uh Washington winning that Thursday game. What's gonna be the keys to victory if the Giants win? What do they have to do? Throw the ball. the ball. Throw the ball and rush the ball. <laughs> Gee. <laughs> oh, oh man, you guys are really classic. Every, Alex says throw need. the ball. Matt says rush the ball.
1: I say hold on to the fucking ball.
2: I mean, yeah, that would be. Uh, that would be.
1: Fuck that. No, fuck that. <laughs> I don't want Daniel Jones holding onto that ball. That ball needs to be out. He's holding the ball um, at risk. So well, I'm going to just be out, out, meaning pa-
0: a forward pass and not yeah. a fumble on the
2: ground. Forward pass all the way. Okay. okay. I, dude, Fair enough. the track record sucks. And I will not deny that at all because it is pathetic. But, dude, that fumble, just bad luck. He did everything he needed to do to secure that ball. It was just a great defensive play.
1: I would much rather the Giants take a risk and go sign Cam Newton despite his shit play oh, last season and God. give him the ball than play with Daniel Jones at quarterback. Oh, you want to okay. tell
2: everybody what you think the, the, the trade they should make is?
1: Yeah, absolutely. They need to. They need to, They need need a package right now, Friday, after they lose to Washington. They need to take Daniel Jones. They need to take our first-round pick and a second-round pick next year, and they need to call the Buffalo Bills for Mitch Trubisky. I mean, I'm a big Mitch Trubisky fan, but I still just – no, fuck that. Get a one for a one, trade another one and a two, and be done with it. I just here's my one problem. Maybe here's here's my
2: one problem. You then limit and you're gonna be right back in the same spot that everybody's bitching about in Giants <laughs> Nation. Oh my god, we don't use good enough draft picks for O line. So, you're going to basically eliminate your ability to get a top end O line next year in a draft if you give away a second round pick.
0: We have two. They had round. that chance with the fourth overall pick and they took Andrew Thomas.
1: Hey, we have it's two not... first round picks next year, Matt. We have hey. two of them.
0: Yeah. <sighs> and if you're really bad, you're going to get Evan Neal, the offensive tackle out of Alabama. Problem solved.
1: We probably will be that bad.
0: Well, let, let's not jump the gun. You got I mean, I like my mid, say, so I think if, it's if outlandish.
1: If you even want them to have a remote chance of winning anything this season, they need to upgrade the quarterback position, period. Um, that he's is not the guy. I, that can be very tough to do unless they make a
2: trade or bring in Cam. I think you're a completely outlandish, but I'm not going to lie. I am a Mitch Trubisky fan, so I wouldn't absolutely hate it. All right. I'll be on record to say it. I like Mitch Trubisky. I think he's that's a fine. good quarterback. Yeah, he's just a good quarterback. Who's but that's the only red. problem. Great I want him to learn more from Allen before he goes anywhere else because that's when he'll become a good starter. He needs a – he needs to sit behind somebody who's doing it better. He is. He's sitting them behind
1: him week it. one and week two, and then we can have him. Fair enough. Uh, what about the
0: the next <laughs> game on the list, boys? Uh, Patriots Jets. Right now, Patriots are five and a half point favorites. Over under forty two and a half. Who do you boys got winning this one? Patriots. Alex has got the Patriots bouncing back. What about you, there, Matt? Yep. Patriots. Patriots. As well. Yeah, Matt I don't Jones think... is going to have a good game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he looked good the other day. They just had some uncharacteristic turnovers, and the Dolphins' defense is pretty good. So that yeah, is yeah. a chalk game as uh, the three of us, as well as my dad, have the Patriots. So uh, in that one, do we like the Patriots to cover the 5.5, or are we thinking money line?
1: No, yeah, they're going to cover. They'll cover.
0: They'll cover, okay. So I'm going to make a note about covering the 5.5, so we'll keep our eye on that line. Let's move on down the road here. So, the uh, Denver Broncos, they're coming here to town to play against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, Vaughn Miller, Bradley Chubb, that Broncos defense. Right now it's Denver minus six, over under 45 and a half. Who do you boys have winning?
1: <laughs> Why do I got to go first? I well, went you first don't have time.
0: to. <laughs> I'll tell um, you this: as much as it pains me to say it, I've got the
2: Broncos. Yeah, I. There, as as much as I do have a legit soft spot for the Jags, yeah, no. Um, sorry, 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 uh, Duval, it ain't, uh, it ain't gonna be pretty either. I think the Broncos. I can't believe what I'm saying this. Teddy, Teddy, two gloves is gonna probably pick them apart because. Ah, that.
1: Mm, yeah, frustrates uh, me, but.
2: What do you got there? I in hate that Teddy
1: hey. So I told you I already I already made every pick that I made at the beginning of the season. You did. <laughs> so you must
2: already have
0: already had this one.
2: He had the jazz it in the Broncos. Duval. <laughs> Get out of here.
0: All right. Well, that's a swing pick for Alex, then, because oh, uh, the rest of us have the Broncos, so Alex is so, given uh, Trevor uh, Lawrence hey, a... i – I'm probably wrong, but I'm sticking to what I pick, man. All right, fair Pager. enough. So, his home opener, he gets his first win.
2: I mean, he is a winner, so I expect him to bounce back. But
1: I just, just Yeah, you know. I just think the team is going to come out and show out for him to let him know they believe in him, and, and I, I think that will be enough. I just fair don't enough. think they can stop, weirdly enough, the Broncos offense.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, they've got to prove. I mean, listen, they couldn't stop the Texas now, offense. Now, Judy is down, if I'm not mistaken. So yep. yeah,
0: Judy's down, but I mean, Judy's that's, that's IR. Judy,
2: Judy is IR officially. Uh, yeah, it hurts their offense, but they've got enough. Teddy Two gloves, man.
1: He looked good. Passing. Yeah, he he, he, he you stopped talking about it's them. Nice. They kicked our ass. Let's not talk about this. <laughs>
0: All right, Matt, let's circle the wagons. The Bills going down to Miami, uh, minus three and a half point road favorites. Who do we have winning? Uh, Dolphins or Bills?
1: Oh, uh, I'm starting. Yeah. You, anybody? Well, I, Bills. I got like... the
2: Bills bouncing back.
1: Give me yep. a table and jump through it. The Bills will go that. Circle
2: those back. wagons. My boy Allen is coming back with a vengeance because they shouldn't. That's disrespectful to give them only three points because, quite frankly, I'm sorry the Dolphins are not even going to hang. I don't know how they pulled that game out. I think it was fluky. I don't think Flores is going to be able to get these guys to – I don't see it. I think we're with wagons. Allen, let's go, baby. You know, Matt, what you should do is you're going to be
0: down there on Saturday for the Canes game. You should drag my dad it. out of the fucking house and take him down there on Sunday for the game.
1: Get some scalp tickets up in the nose bleeder. Yeah, um, man.
0: Just find some 30 forty dollar fucking tickets.
2: It's already right, trust me, it's already in the back of my head. There you go. I mean, just
0: you know, you boys, all just, you know, caravan back on down there. What the hell? So right. that is a um that is a chalk pick for us boys, my dad included. We've all got the bills. So do we like bills minus three and a half? Uh, or do we like the money line?
2: Give me the bills with the points.
0: What do you think, Alex? You think the Bills cover the three and a half?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: I'm in agreement there. So we're going to make a note. We'll keep an eye on that line as well. Let's keep on mosey on down. 49ers, Eagles in uh, Philadelphia. Right now the 49ers are a three and a half point road favorite over under 50 and a half. We learned that the 49ers lost running back Raheem Mostert for the season. Who do you boys have winning this game? Both these teams winning week one.
2: Um, I'll go first. I don't think moster. He's he, definitely it's going to hurt them, but they've actually got a pretty deep um, running back field. Sermon, mm-hmm. I would imagine, will start getting some touches. Um, yeah, Sermon, Hasty, to, Mitchell. Yep, they they have to give Sermon some touches. So um, I expect them to still be able to run the ball. I think. Philly it was a fluke, to be completely honest. I, I probably should have put that as the most shocked thing ever because I just don't know how they won that game like that. Yeah,
0: that but, was my, that was my, uh, yeah. that was my surprise.
2: I'm trying to be a little different, I guess, because uh, I look back on thinking about it, like how, because when I look at this <laughs> matchup, I'm like, there's n- just no way, no way, the 49ers going to steamroll them. All right, so
0: you've got the 49ers, Alex. I'm pretty sure you're not picking the Eagles.
1: <sighs> well, here we go.
0: <laughs>
1: maybe he's no, not maybe. picking those golden ass trash bag piece of shit mofos. All Thank right, you. So
0: Let's go Niners, Niners, baby. We've all got the Niners. My dad has the Eagles, but that's a chalk pick for us, technically. So, do we think that, uh, do we like the 49ers to cover the three and a half, or would it be a money line?
1: That's a money line game. <sighs> you think so? I'm oh, sorry, it is. They're going to score
2: points. Let's think about it.
0: All right, well I'm just gonna make a note then that we're gonna look at uh we're gonna look at the line at three and a half and if, if that goes, goes down to three. To, if it goes, it goes down to three, three, I think they cover. If it goes up to in. four if it goes up to four or higher then maybe we play the money line or we look at the over. So we'll see. Yeah. But I'll make a note there. We've all got the forty nine. That means there's some
2: like weather or some shit. Yep.
0: All right, so uh, let's see here. We've got the Rams heading to Indianapolis to play He's the Colts.
1: Calling it quits now, Rams. Everybody, let's move on to the next one. <laughs> so,
0: Alex, <laughs> has got the Rams. Matt, do you have anything different there?
1: Oh, my God. Are you serious? It pains me because
2: I really was. <laughs> oh,
1: was... my God. <laughs> I was kind
2: of, like, really high on the Colts. Um no, I, I think Matty Stafford. I think he's going to have a game. And um, yeah, I, I think the Colts will bounce back a
1: little bit, but
2: not well, enough, to win. Back
1: enough to win. Yes or no? No. You were right. high as shit about Carson Wentz going with Frank Reich.
2: Again, I think it's gonna be a bounce back for the Colts. I just think the Rams look that good and I'm just a Matt Stafford fan before I am a Wentz fan. So there they could even
1: protect his ass this week. They ain't gonna protect him against the freaking Rams. Give me, no, give that's me.
0: gonna be that's gonna be a problem they're gonna have to address. I've got the Rams as well, which means it's a chalk game, which means we've gotta look at the the spread here. It's Rams minus three and a half. Um nope. cover
2: so. nope.
0: So, I'll make a note there that we're going to keep our eye on, on that game. And if we don't like the spread, it'll be a money line for us. Let's keep on chugging along. The uh, Pittsburgh Steelers are next on the docket. Uh, they obviously had a big week one road win up there in um, New York. So, now they're going ahead and uh, they're going to bounce back. We'll see. Uh, I, I think that, uh, I mean, obviously the Raiders are – the Raiders the Steelers are five and a half point favorites in this game in, in Heinz Field so I I picked the Steelers to win just because I can't stomach picking the Raiders um, so that's where I'm going
1: So I saw a
2: fight in the Raiders last night uh, on Monday that I kind of didn't expect so mm-hmm. I want to lean in them but then the Steelers shocked me too because I just did not anticipate them their defense I, I really not... looked nasty man it did, and I knew their defense was going to be good, but I truthfully didn't think that it was going to be that good to where they did what they did. Because I thought the offense would have been abysmal enough to just kind of screw it up. Um, that's fair. If this, if if Pittsburgh were playing in Vegas, I would say Vegas all day. I, I do think being in Heinz, I think that's going to tilt unfortunately to the Steelers, and we're going to have to hear about how the Steelers are on come comeback that they're going to be two and zero.
1: Oh boy. What do you got there, Alex? Who's winning, Raiders or Steelers? Uh, I picked the Steelers at the beginning of the season. I'm still sticking with the Steelers. Um, I don't think it's going to be as close as you guys are saying, though. They just lost uh, Gerald McCoy for the season. So, um... Well, that's a chalk pick for us, then. Everybody's got
0: the Steelers, including my dad, which means we've got to look at the spread, five and a half. So we'll keep our eye on that. So you are – yeah, yeah, so, it's Steelers.
1: I'm going Steelers. Okay. I, I think the Raiders. Look, they had a great. Their defense was really good. It was surprising a lot of people, but they just lost their best defensive tackle. It's it's not going to go good for them, especially nah. with Najee Harris running the ball. Fair enough. I
2: still think it's going to be a close game. So I. I what,
1: what did, did I spread? say? I said the Steelers lost their identity when they stopped running the ball. They got Najee Harris. They started running the ball. It's going to be a different. It's, Najee it's, Harris just jack shit. Against the Bills, it doesn't matter. He still didn't do anything. He's
2: not on next factor yet, bro. Tom,
0: not yet. Got, got to establish himself. We'll see. Maybe yeah, we not yet. Get out of here. Start. I'm
2: not giving him anything. He, dude, come on.
0: Um, what's the money line on that? Uh, right now, it's Pittsburgh minus half. minus two thirty five. So, you we gotta we gotta see how uh, how the line affects the the money
2: line. So. I'd say money line for right now.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, like I said, we got to look at and see how these spreads look come Sunday morning. Yep. So, next game we got we got Bengals and Bears. Um, both <laughs> Both teams um, played different styles of games. Obviously, the Bengals won in overtime. The Bears uh, got it handed to them against the Rams. I'll be honest. I've got the Bengals winning this one in Chicago. Something tells me that Cincinnati might have a little bit more fight in them uh, this year. And I I don't know if I trust Chicago's offense to to score enough points. So I've got the Bengals winning.
2: Wow. I don't see the Bears being able to score 24 points. So I think that's going to be the difference where I think the Bengals can actually score. So, yeah, I actually agree with you. I'm surprised to say it, but give me uh, give me Joe Exotic and uh, going into the Windy City and taking care of some business in the division. All right, Alex, what do you got? Earth. You got the Bears or you got Who day Bengals?
1: I got the Bears. All
0: right, so Alex has got the Bears like my dad. So we've got a 50-50 split there. Uh, next game, Saints, Panthers. This, this division matchup is always a head-scratcher because sometimes the Panthers surprise you in this matchup. With that being said, uh, the Saints are three-and-a-half-point road favorite, um, the over-under 44-and-a-half. I just think that the Saints looked very, very impressive. I know Carolina won, but they were playing against the Jets, who are just bad. So, I've got the Saints winning this game. Where are you boys standing on this we can one? we give
2: you your quick talking point there, Alex, because we know where you're going.
1: Yeah, I've We're already
0: home. got Alex's pick plugged in because there's no way he's picking the Panthers.
1: Well, lo and fucking behold, bitches, I picked the Panthers. Oh, boy, I don't know how.
2: Because, right, Matt,
1: you know why? Why? Uh,
2: you A-hole. Why? You got give me, the Panthers give me, as well? Give me syndrome. You call him syndrome? Give me that boy. They're gonna syndrome, bro. Syndrome. Syndrome. They're gonna pass. I'm sorry, Jameis Winston ain't gonna be throwing for 160 freaking yards and five touchdowns again. So get the heck out of here. I I
1: just want to know. I've been calling Sam Darnold syndrome since he was drafted. Somebody made a meme out of it this year, and I'm pissed because now they're getting the credit for it. So whoever you did, fuck you. You You, should have just jumped on that. Yeah, give me Dar- – dude, give me Darnold, man. All, All right, I, so you I... guys
0: got Carolina winning that one. Um, So that will be an interesting, obviously, match look... in the NFC South.
1: Uh, Y'all want my it's... permalink? I'll send you the permalink of my picks for the year. That way you know I'm not bullshitting.
0: No, no, no. I don't want that because then I know what, you already, what you're already what you already
1: thinking. <laughs> <Yeah>, There's <laughs> no surprise. So
0: next, uh, next game on the docket, Vikings and Cardinals out in Arizona. The Cardinals are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Minnesota was a little – underwhelming and kyler murray and that team looked really good uh so i'm going with the cardinals to keep the momentum
1: yeah i, I pick cards as well
0: all right alice's got the cardinals matt where are you going
1: vikings <laughs> he, he loves the vikings it's so hard dude I,
2: I don't know why i like i i really do kind of like the vikings um i i really have no idea why either um It's hard for me to believe that the defense is going to be that lame again.
1: Um, I feel like the just, Vikings are your secondary team.
2: <laughs> Maybe in the NFC. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but um, I, 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 I'm a big fan of Kyler Murray. I yeah, think he he's. I think he's really just kind of like you know what? Hey guys, I'm here. I know I get my stats and people talk, but not like they need to. I'm going Cardinals, and it hurts. But I don't think that's because the Vikings are going to be a really bad team. I just think they're just got to find some little click
1: things here. Her, there Her and Cousins they're... is still their quarterback. They're going to be a really bad team.
0: <laughs> all
1: right, well, that's, a, that's decent. a chalk
0: pick for us.
1: Against the Bengals, who they still lost to.
0: Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> damn it. So we got, to, uh, we got to keep our eye on that line, three and a half, seeing as we've all got the Cardinals as chalk picks. So that way we can see if we want to play the spread or the money line. Uh, Falcons and Bucks, I'm gonna be very brief bucks.
1: Oh was there was there an alternative to this? <laughs> that's about as brief as I can get, boys. Is there an alternative? No, let's move forward. I mean, let's move forward. We're all chalk on the bucks. we're just
0: gonna have to decide if we wanna I mean it's still Matt
1: Ryan. Score. kidding. So I, it's that's a, that's it a, a, a game where,
0: uh, where if we use it in the parlay, um we either love we're we're either okay with laying the 11 and a half points because we think they're just going to demolish him or we think that 11 and a half is too much in the nfl and something weird will happen and we use the money line who's the falcons quarterback yeah okay thank you all right so let's move on let's keep it quick like we said uh seahawks titans uh one team looked really good one team did not now uh seattle goes back to the 12th man Alex, you know how it how it is out there. That's a big time home field advantage. Yes, um, that's Russ that's is it. gonna
1: Russ is gonna keep cooking, so I'm taking Seattle. Hey, look, y'all know I rode the Russ train hard last season. I'm I'm a little partial. The Seahawks are my second team. I spent six years of my life up in Washington. What's up, Bremerton? Um it is what it is, bro. Seahawks beat the Colts like we said they would. Russ is gonna cook. Tannehill's proven me right this season. Thank you, sir. It sucks for uh, Henry, but it is what it is. Um, Seahawks all the way. Go birds.
0: What do you got there, Matt? You got the Titans bounce back or the Seahawks keep rolling?
2: Um, As much as I like would love to, you know, pretend like I think the Titans are going to play a good game. um, That defense is just abysmal.
0: Yeah, they're pretty bad, man.
2: it's just – Even with it,
0: Bud Dupree, they still didn't look like they were any better anywhere else.
2: I mean, I kind of said, you know, that's going to be the problem point for the Titans, that defense still sucks. And, and guess, what? Right. guess what? Guess what? Yeah. As much as I sometimes like avidly ridding against the team, I do love Russ. He's going to be cooking.
0: Yeah. Yep. All right, so that's a chalk one there. So I'll make a note. We'll keep our eye on it. Like I said, Seahawks minus four and a half. So we'll see what how that line uh, changes as we get closer to Sunday. Uh, this next game, I'm going to be very, very brief with it. Uh, Dustin's not going to like it, but tough shit. I got the Chargers beating the Cowboys.
2: Go Bolts. Yeah, I think you're going to see a real Dallas of how lame they're going to be because I think Herbert's going to have
0: a day.
1: Go bolts. Fantasy. Sorry, Dustin. Scream. We are uh,
0: we're all chalk there, which uh, means we got to look at the line that's minus three and a half right now. The charges are favored um, in that one, so we'll we'll see how that line moves.
2: Money line for right now only because knowing the Cowboys, they just still have, somehow cover it.
0: Yeah, that's that's fine. We'll we'll keep our eye on the spread and we'll decide one way or the other. Uh, later later game, four thirty game. Chiefs, Ravens, uh, listen, one guy is the best quarterback in the league. The other guy is the best running back who plays quarterback in the league. And there's a huge difference when they play as to which matters most. I'm taking the Chiefs to win. I don't want
2: the Chiefs to win, but they're going to win.
1: You're I'll keep it
2: really quick. Chiefs are going to win just because I just think Lamar Jackson is going to – is becoming a liability? And I just don't see them. So, He's- Lamar Jackson had two fumbles
0: yesterday while running. One while running, one while being sacked. His superstar X-Factor ability in Madden is called truzz, where when he runs around, he can't fumble the ball when he gets uh, tackled. EA is going to have to look at that because uh, – that's not realistic uh, superstar ability anymore.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah I know. So I, everybody will argue. I guarantee. Which is why that game sucks. Like if we were to pull, like I'm sure people would be like, what do you mean? He can't pass. You made a dime. <laughs> some dime throws here and there because he's just <laughs> got good vision. And he can put the ball in a couple of places. He's just not consistent at it because he just doesn't have good accuracy. And it's not like Josh Allen, accuracy, where he just needed to learn the rhythm of the game. He just point out has no accuracy. I, I think this is going to be where Ravens are going to start struggling. It's possible. Now, Alex – He just didn't look good.
0: No, he didn't. He didn't. Like I said, the quarterback has to hold on to – has to protect yeah. the football. Alex, what do you got with this one?
1: Sticking with my original pick, man. Chiefs all the way. When your when you're quarterback is your leading rusher, he's a fucking running back.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Just so change position, though, we gotta Lamar. At, we got to look at that spread. Chiefs minus three and a half. Oh, I know the Chiefs and,
1: uh, never cover Brown. But... Marquise Brown was dropped to questionable today. So uh, something some about an injury at practice.
0: Yeah, well, and we all know that when you watch the Chiefs, they can like lull you to sleep and then instantly in the middle of a game, They'll just be like, okay, we'll start playing football now, and then they blow your doors off. So. Yeah,
1: they just wait till they feel like they want to.
0: Yep, exactly. All right, let's, uh, let's wrap it up, boys. Final game of the week, of the weekend. You've got the Lions and the Packers. Uh, <sighs> this one is going to be very
2: short. I think the Packers <laughs> bounce back. Yeah. Uh, we, got our, we got our first miserable upon miserable primetime game. Because this is going to be awful. Even though I don't think Riders will play that well, I just think they'll still win. And it's just going to be a bad football game.
1: Tomorrow's going to be a bad football game. Oh, boy. (sighs) It's exhausting. I don't want to pick the Packers here because – Aaron Rodgers screwed me and I'm one hundred and ten percent convinced he's just tanking the Packers as like a big F you to them before they finally bench him. But are um, they gonna
0: beat the Lions?
1: <laughs> not if he does what he did last week. Well, I guess dude, I uh, thought, dude, if this if he really isn't clicking, it's not that he's not clicking, bro. The Lions scored 33 on the 49ers, and they're friggin' they good made a teams. comeback that <laughs> I don't know how, why, or where and it. It, Jared Goff's not a bad quarterback. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're oh, not. Dude, you've been talking shit, shit about Jared Goff for ever. Jared Goff's not a terrible quarterback, man. But are it you picking the
0: Lions to win?
1: No, I'm picking the Packers. Okay. Just, I That's don't right. want to because I feel like Aaron Rodgers is sabotaging the Packers on purpose.
0: So then that means then that. Seeing as it's a chalk game for us, but you feel so strongly that Rodgers is we got to watch the line that we can't lay the 11 and a half. The Lions will cover. god, them.
1: no! Oh, Actually, yeah, no, I don't fuck, think that's even, what I'm even without that, we can't play that line. No,
0: cool. we're not, we're playing the money line, they're not covering. All right, only- fair enough. All right, so yeah, we've got uh, <laughs> we've, we've got a recap here of our picks. Uh, Matt's the only one taking the Giants on Thursday night. We all have the Patriots. Alex is the only one taking the Jaguars over the Broncos. We all have the Bills. My dad is the only one taking the Eagles. The rest of us have the Niners. We've all got the Rams and the Steelers, so those games don't matter. Uh, We're 50-50 split. Matt and I with the Houday Bengals. Alex and my dad with Dub Airs. We've got a 50-50 split between uh, Day Saints, Uh, me and my dad with the Saints, Matt and Alex with the Panthers. We've all got the Cardinals. We've all got the Bucks. We've all got the Seahawks. We've all got the Chargers. We all got the Chiefs, and we all got the Packers. So the last five games don't mean fucking shit. It's
1: going to be a short week. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> so
0: basically what, last that, five, tells last me, six, what that tells me, boys, is that we should all just parlay Cardinals, Bucks, Seahawks, Chargers, Chiefs, Packers.
1: Yeah, that's good. I'm good with that. <laughs> there you wow. go. There,
0: there's our six-leg six parlay. We'll just watch those lines. Dustin, we're not going to text we you. Love,
1: we'll see. We're not going to text you, Dustin. We're just going to expect you to play it.
0: <laughs> uh, well, hopefully uh, everybody who uh, listens to the show enjoys the show. Uh, if you make any of your your bets, uh, we hope that you win a ton of freaking money. Um, we hope that our teams obviously win on Sunday. Uh, We hope that your team wins on Sunday. Unless they're playing against our team, then fuck you. So, with that being (laughs) said, uh, it's been another lovely episode of Pound the Pigskin where it's all football all the time, and we'll see you next week.